The Plant Powered Show Pop-Up Podcast is brought to you by Latitude Apart Hotel and the City of Cape Town. Welcome to the Plant Powered Show Pop-Up Podcast. If it's the first time you're listening, this is the ultimate destination for anyone seeking advice on plant-based products and looking to reduce their environmental footprint while still enjoying a vibrant and fulfilling life. My name is Sean Lutz, and I am joined in our pop-up studio by Caroline Bruce from The Culture Way. So nice to have you here. Thank you, Sean. Um, be here too. I, I'm intrigued by the bottles that are in front of me. I see kombucha and I see, is it, does it, is it pronounced kvass? Beet kvass. Kvass. Okay, and I see sauerkraut. So we're definitely talking ferments. Yes. And I'm interested as to how you got to this point, Caroline. What, what brought you to the point of making ferments for people to consume? Obviously for, for good digestion, I assume. Um, uh, it's not as simple as that. I mean, the my personal journey actually is the reason why the products exist in the first place. So my health journey or my story with bad health actually um, resulted in me creating these amazing health-giving wild ferment tonics. And um, that goes back, Sean, to the story that so many people today are suffering from gut issues, so whether it's colitis, Crohn's, IBS, leaky gut most commonly, um, any of those conditions, which uh, if not dealt with actually tumble into all sorts of autoimmune issues. So they're the beginning of the bad road to health and it's all in the gut. So that's where my road started on okay. healing myself. Okay. And I hear a lot, we are hearing a lot mm-hmm. about the gut being our second brain and mm-hmm. how our mental health also stems down mm-hmm. back to what's happening in our gut. Yeah. Can you talk more to that for me? I can. In actual fact, I would entirely disagree. Oh. After this long road yes. with my own health and my own healing and my and some years now of experience with this, I would actually say the gut is the first brain, the second, the brain is the second, because in actual fact, when the gut goes out, the brain goes out, and when the neuroendocrine system goes out, everything goes out. So your serotonin, by the way, is actually developed in the gut. Jesus. So your mental issues, um, if you're wanting to deal with healing those conditions, your first place to start is the gut. And what about something as, I say, I'm going to say simple, but it's in air quotes, as simple as sleep. If I'm not sleeping very well... Could that then also be something that I could improve? 100%. So, um, you know, there's always the physiological aspect of our health, which goes down to what we're eating and, you know, how we're conducting ourselves um, with regards to other substances that aren't so good for us, whatever they may be, alcohol, cigarettes. There's always the stress factor. Mm. That's the tricky one because... You could be doing all the right things and it's not making any difference because you're not managing your stress properly. And I always say, you know, it's, it's the hardest aspect of our health is to understand our emotional association with, with the core, core, core corrosion in our, in our health. That one is a real mind Game. Game. I like that. A mind game. Okay. So if we speak more along the cultured way, these are ferments. Mm-hmm. What is a ferment? What's a wild ferment? Mm-hmm. What, 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 what am I looking at? Mm. 
Um, if you don't mind, Sean, can I take it back a step? Sure. So uh, going back to 13 years ago, I realized that I had this particular health issue. And I realized that I was dealing with probably IBS and leaky gut. It doesn't actually matter what it is. These gut conditions are all actually resulting in what they call a permeability of the gut lining. Okay. So you have a very, very hair, it's actually thinner than a piece of hair lining that is holding the contents of your gut together and all the rest of it. It's more in-depth than this, but this will do. Um, and when that becomes permeable, you've got bits and particles that are going actually into the bloodstream then the body goes, oh, my Lord, that's not supposed to be here. I must go and defend my, my being. Yes, <laughs> so yes. The rest it, of my organs, yes, they're being exactly. attacked. Yes, yeah. exactly. It sends out its little soldiers to go and defend you against these substances that shouldn't be in your body, and it creates an inflammatory situation. That is the domino. Right. Down go all the domino. So... When you are looking at health, the first as with the gut, the first aspect is to either avoid or repair. So, um, in most instances, especially people of a certain age groups, in fact, actually even the youngsters in their teens, you're talking repair. Mm. So wow. that is where ferments actually come in and it's all about the microbiome so it's actually about creating the right environment for digestion to take place properly and also for improving and increasing the amount of healthy happy bacteria in your gut it's a broad topic but that's the core of it but we can dig deeper into that as we speak yeah it's interesting to hear you say that youngsters as well and i'm We've already touched on the fact that there's so many factors. It's not just the foods that we're consuming or not consuming. There's stress and sleep and all sorts of other things that, that go into this. So how does a ferment then improve and and build those good bacteria in our, our guts? And you've obviously done some research and some mm -hmm. you've spent some time with this. So well, you would sure know this have. very well. Sure have. So the, the thing is, um, and again... I always like to take it back to how I found this all out as such, my light bulb moments. Please. Um, and it goes back to, so I'm unwell and I realize that I'm actually going to have uh, a compounding uh, health situation on my hands if I don't deal with it. So the one thing I did avoid wisely, um, no offense to all medical people, but is allopathic medicine because I knew it was going to be invasive. It would be masking symptoms. It would probably never get to the core and in actual fact, it would compound the situation even, even more. So I started getting probiotics, shop-bought probiotics mm -hmm. and digestive enzymes, which is the first place that your average physician will take you to. Um, and, I mean, I went the full hog. I, I found all sorts of probiotics. I even had them sent over from Switzerland in little ice packs that they were whatever and digestive enzymes that didn't touch sides. And I thought, hell's bells, I'm really in trouble here. So I thought, well, let's just start researching. And it was so obvious. Really? Boom, boom, boom. Like that, the lights went on. And it goes back to understanding what's gone wrong with our food chain. 
So hence actually a show like this, where, which is so important, is um, people starting to understand that the food chain is poisonous. Mm. Um, and the more we are consuming uh, factory farmed or industrialized farming products, the more compounded this issue becomes in the, in the story of health. Okay. I always say you're not gluten intolerant, you're glyphosate intolerant. Mm. I always say you're not lactose intolerant. You're the chemical that is storm that our poor animals, the Frankenstein cows that they're mm. known as, mm. are, are being subjected to. That then, you know, so they're treated incredibly poorly and injected and what have you. Uh, it's, it's actually unspeakable. In my opinion, it's the greatest crime humanity mm. has cr- committed. Yeah, I can see it's quite difficult for you to, to go there. Yeah, 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 it's really bad. Yeah. And um, then we milk, we homogenize, pasteurize, sterilize, we bastardize the food, basically. Sure, sure. And that creates the health crisis that impends from that. Mm. I want to know about the, uh, the cultures that go mm. into the cultured way, you know, the ferment you spoke about and the wild ferment you mentioned. Yes. Um, so when I was doing this uh, research and digging into it, what I realized was the problem with the food chain, but also the fact that in the olden days, I love that word, the olden days, <laughs> we used to, first of all, our food wasn't so bastardized. And we never, we, there were lots of ferments in our diet. So fermentation was how fermenting, pickling, brining, all of those those ways of treating raw foods was how we preserved food. So we had a variety of ferments in our diets all the time. Whereas today we no longer are um, treating our food in the same way. So it's, again, it's being homogenized, pasteurized, sterilized, bastardized, as I always say. And there, there's the problem, you know. So what we need to do with this understanding is to try to add as many wild ferments as possible into our diets. Okay. And these three bottles, the sauerkraut, I think that's the sauerkraut on the far side. Yep. These three bottles, what would they do to my system? Okay. So I... Um, I'm very much of the belief that you must add as many different ferments to your diet as possible. So sauerkraut, kimchi, you know, natural pickles, kombucha vinegars, kombucha teas. But you've got to be slightly careful with kombucha tea because often the sugar isn't fermented off. And then you are in actual fact feeding the pathogenic bacteria. Right. So how did these come about? Well, actually, it started with a cow. It did? It did. It started with Winifred. <laughs> what a crazy story. <laughs> so, fortunately, I do live on a farm. So, I was actually in a position to to get Winifred with her calf on foot. Mm. She is still around, and we've had lots of lovely friends and protégé from her. Um, and we, you know, we're also our property and the farm is 100% chemical free and everything is very beautiful and right i'm sure it's in its way yeah yeah <laughs> so when we hand milk you know when you hand milk because again we don't like the machinery it's terrible and all the rest of it and you ferment your milk then you know that was my first process but ah. it was i realized one ferment 
that's not good enough. I, I actually see. needed the variety. Yes. And then I started making kombucha. Right. And I very soon realized that actually kombucha tea as such didn't resonate with me. So I started pushing the barrels. So in those days, I was um, fermenting in eight liter glass jars to vinegar and it just tasted delicious and it was delicious and it was amazing. Okay. And um, the more research I did on kombucha vinegar as a health substitute or health aid, I realized that the vinegar really takes it into another level. And if I may say, not speaking against apple cider vinegar, because it's also a fantastic product, but the difference between apple cider vinegar and kombucha vinegar is vast. Okay. Why are they so different? What's the one over the other? Yeah. So um, a lot of people, when I'm speaking to people about the products, I often say, you take the vinegar like you would apple cider vinegar. And everyone knows exactly what I'm talking Talking about about immediately. Because I think it is the oldest adage in health is, you know, Mm. take your vinegar first thing in the morning morning on an empty stomach. Yes. The problem with apple cider vinegar, in my opinion, is... It tastes terrible. <laughs> so bad. Oh my God. Really is not good. So the kombucha vinegar, on the other hand, is very delicious. Go ahead, have some. Of should that. I taste well, it? Yes, I think you should. Should I? Okay. Yeah. It says on the bottle here regulates gut flora, detoxifies, and balances pH. Mm-hmm. And you're telling me this tastes better than apple well, cider vinegar. Well, I wait for you to tell me okay, if you right. agree with okay. me. I say nothing. I'm going to be silent for five seconds. Okay, I'm sniffing it. <laughs> sniff, sniff. Okay, I can I can sniff the kombucha-esque-ness yes. of this, and I'm going to sip it. Ooh, it does. It's lovely. Yeah. In, definitely in comparison to, but even if it wasn't in comparison to, it's lovely. It's a delicious flavor. And there's a sweetness here I wasn't yes. expecting. Right, so now we're talking about the differences. So... Um, apple cider vinegar only has one healthy, a beneficial acid in it. So it's, it's, it carries a high content of acetic acid, which we all know is a beneficial acid. Whereas kombucha vinegar has acetic acid, glucuronic acid and hydrolauric acid. Um, and I don't know, I always have to add this in because all women know how important hydrolauric acid is to their skin. So not only internally, but actually externally, I add colloidal silver to my kombucha vinegar and I spray it on my face every morning. So I get that hydrolauric from my kombucha vinegar and it's very preserving, girls. You look fantastic. (laughs) Oh, wow. He says that you can't see me. You have to believe him. (laughs) On that component, it's got many more beneficial acids and it tastes better and it's got a much higher live bacterial content. So in essence, it's really a better way to go if you are on the taking um, apple cider vinegar or kombucha vinegar in the morning. We've spoken now about having variety of ferments that you introduce to your bodies and you make sure that they're in your body in a variety of ways. So there's the kombucha vinegar and the beets, kvass. But now this fire tonic on the other side here says an immune booster and I have bumped into a number of people over the last few days that are swearing by this stuff. Why? Well, another one you're going to have to open and have a slug of. Okay. But um, while, you, while you're opening that, um, so to go back to how that came about, and if I may say nothing I've done here is original. 
They're all very ancient ways of eating or, or treating oneself. They are old, 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 old methodologies. So not new. But when, I, when one has certain gut issues you, and you get the permeability of the gut lining and the high inflammation, uh, in Chinese medicine they call it moist, you're moist. So actually it's candida, so it's mold. It's uh, actually, it sounds revolting, but like you're a walking mold ball, you know, cis man. <laughs> it's really not nice. But in actual fact, you know, we all have candida in us. It's a very necessary part of our makeup. But when you get like a, a mold growing in your ceiling, that's not good for you. Or mold in your wall, it's not good for you. So when you have an overgrowth of certain fungi and molds, then you're actually getting into, again, another situation with your health. That's no good. Um, so in my research... I discovered fire cider, as it was, is commonly known, because it's normally made with apple cider vinegar. I see. And it's got the, so we barrel ferment the kombucha vinegar for 60 days. Then we, and I'll t it's all a pH story with sugar and sweetness, and okay. which we may not have time for, Sean, but it's interesting in itself. Um, anyway, so we then barrel ferment a second batch for another 10 days, and that's got onion, garlic, ginger, chili, turmeric, and cayenne pepper. Oh, that's what I'm smelling from the desk now. I can smell, there's that, yeah, there's a, there's a strong smell, and I just can't quite place what that ingredient was. And now, as you've listed them, I'm like, aha, uh -huh, okay. It's generally the smell of what's cooking. Something smells great. Yeah. The onions, and the chili, and the yes. garlic, and, yeah. the, and, the, and the ginger. Um, so that's all packed in here. I have a I Or if you really have a sore throat, gargle with it. I mean, no hofu is going to survive. Okay, here. I'm not going to gargle because that's going to sound terrible on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. But I, I understand what you mean. <laughs> wow, that hits. It really does. It really it? does. It hits hard. But there's that. Oh, you can hear as I'm trying to speak now. There, it's warm. Mm. And I feel we've treated my throat with such care. Mm as it's all gone down mm. um, and you're clearing of my sinuses as well. Mm. And I can see why I would want to take this. And mm -hmm. um, having had a few of those, those shots, if I can make them at home yes. where I throw in my ginger and I add my lemon and I try and get them, the vitamin C and all of that up. Yeah. Uh, this, 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 this hits nice and hard. Well yeah. done. Yeah. It's kind of a next level um, of a ginger shot. I would say all the rest of it. Wow. But, um, and you feel the warmth in your chest. I most certainly do. I'm, I'm, no I'm noticing Gerald, <laughs> technical Gerald over there on my right. His face every time he has goes slightly red. Mm. And because he's having a proper vascular response to it. So it actually increases vas vascular expansion and blood flow. So I made it to treat the candida. But in actual fact, now I only take it if, funny enough, I'm feeling a bit low on energy I find it picks me up but also if I have a sore throat or I'm feeling like I'm I've got a respiratory uh, issue coming on all my immunity is down so it's amazing definitely an immune booster well it's labeled as an immune booster natural antibiotic um and i yeah i wouldn't mind having a few of those bottles in my house exactly for that reason when yeah. you can feel it's coming on and you want to give yourself a bit of a kick it's been working late nights or going for a little bit too long yeah pushing yourself slightly too hard exactly i can see where that would come in handy exactly it's delicious too caroline you are a 
a, a, a mine of information. And somebody once said to me, that's such a rude thing to say. And I don't mean that at all. I mean, there's a vast amount of information that you have. Um, and it's yeah. fascinating to listen to you speak about fermentations and how they have improved your health and, of course, how they can continue to improve other people's health. Mm -hmm. um, so thank you very much for sharing your wisdom and your knowledge. Uh, is there anything else that you feel we should, we should touch on before I, before I let you get back to uh, all the important work that you do? We have got an, a health crisis taking place, and I think it's getting progressively worse Events like this and movements like this, which are taking us back to understanding more about our food source. And in actual fact, really, I think my core message is respect for where things come from. Right. You know, food became undervalued as um, a purchase when we industrialized it. And the minute we industrialized our food, we also messed with our health. Um, and we are happy to spend a silly amount of money on a pair of shoes but we're not prepared to spend the right kind of money on good food we farm organically and I can tell you it is expensive mm. it is labor intensive it's extremely finickety it's beautiful it's rewarding but no one is rewarding farmers or producers for the time the effort and the trouble they can't see the value of it and I feel that bad health is going to drive us there. Yeah. And, and um, people can vote with their wallets. Absolutely. They can put the money in the places that's going to do make differences going forward. Yeah. And our value chain has, our value um, hierarchy, yeah. what, what do you call it, or hierarchy, uh, hierarchy of values needs to change. It's a shift, We yeah. need to understand that actually that has to become more important than being able to spend 4,000 rand on a pair of tackies. Thank you, Caroline. Pleasure. Thank you for popping in. The Plant Powered Show brings together top local and international chefs, celebrity cooks, mixologists, health and wellness experts, as well as plant-based food, drink, and conscious living products and brands. Subscribe to the Plant Powered Show pop-up podcast, and you can join me each week as we delve a little bit deeper into the world of conscious living on each episode. Follow us on Instagram or on Facebook at The Plant Powered Show for the latest updates, mouth-watering recipes, and engaging content. The Plant Powered Show pop-up podcast is brought to you by Latitude Apart Hotel and the City of Cape Town.